0: to Blurred Lines. This is your man, Cam. With me, as always, is the other Cam, the last actually
1: Negro, the Woko Kaji, the most respected hater on the planet Earth and the galaxy.
2: As well as... Hey, yo, this is Josh, a.k.a. the Dark Lord of the Caribbean Sith, known as Dark Coconut. And always trying to keep us a little bit more villainy. Who else is
3: left? This is Lord Professor D of the House Morgoth second of my name, speaker of the nerds, scourge of imbeciles, and breaker of pop culture and mediocre chain. And we're back talking about what we're yes.
0: watching, <laughs> reading, and playing. Um, and yeah, man, there's just a lot that's, of stuff that's, that's, that's been that's, going on in terms that's, that's, of like uh, some of the stuff we've been watching, some of the stuff we've been reading. I've been catching up on my comics and my anime. Um, other folks have been watching some of the movies I haven't watched and vice versa. So we we're all we were all thinking, yo, today, let's just kind of dive in and kind of just like go around the horn about what everyone's watching and uh and reading
3: right now. Um uh, D, what are you what are you watching right now? Um I just went through return to FX's the strain. Mm. Um because I you know, I like horror and I like genre shows and I like Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. So years ago when that show was came out, I think it came out in 2015 or something like that, 2016. That sounds about right. It was its first season. Um, I watched and did not like it. And um, I was just like, you know, forget that. I don't know. That's one thing I don't need in my life. I, I, I considered reading the books, but was, you know, again, just kind of dismissed it. So since it... <laughs> had its run, and it ended, uh, I think about two years ago, maybe? Um, and so it's only four seasons. Uh, the first (laughs) two seasons, I think, are 13 episodes, and the last two are 10 episodes. So, they get in, get out. I don't know, I haven't read those books, so I don't know how much of the adaptation was finished versus if they had to rush a lot, uh, through, but it was, it was okay. You know, I think it's just one of those things I didn't feel in that much different watching it the second time around, but because I didn't have to wait for the next episode, I could just kind of power through it. <laughs> it was, it was okay. You know, just okay. Um, a, a decent take on vampire is like, Vampires meets walking dead type of where every the, one thing I would give it credit for is the the stakes felt genuinely real throughout each season. You know, they, they were elevated each season until the, to the very end. So, um, I appreciated that. It was what? Four, four seasons, four seasons. Yeah. I remember total episodes because it came from a book, right? Like I yeah, think was- Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan wrote the the trilogy, a trilogy of novels. Um and uh, I think collectively it's called The Strain, but of course each book it's has uh its own separate title.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um I remember he, I remember he said he wrote it because he watched Twilight and he was like, I want my vampires to be bloody. <laughs>
3: yeah, and, and you can see that like he it was a total um, rage against like the modern vampire where these vampires are like very much creepy. Um, The way in which they infect you is like horrendous phantasmagoric, you know, like a transformation that, you know, you know, I think vampirism of the last 20, 30 years made the, the, the interaction between the, the monster, the vampire and the, Victim more uh, erotic and intimate, whereas this is like, you know, chomp, chomp, you're yeah, like it. so <laughs> they, it's like he, he, you know, the vampires he, he designed the Blade 2. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, kind of like his escalation of that, where now they're like the, that tongue thing stretches like almost like an extended arm and it grips you <laughs> back and like, yeah, and I, I was like, say that penetrate the skin and if the worms get inside you they quickly multiply so they they apply a scientific element as well as a kind of plays with the pretty naturals uh but kind of parallels it so the main character is the cdc uh doctor director of the cdc so you know the whole time is this parallel juxtapositioning of the vampire of the strain with the um a disease but at the same time can that something
2: more ancient and uh, supernatural. So what yeah, I saying is, you don't like your vampires sparkly or pretty.
3: <laughs> well, well, I prefer them uh, to be a little bit more disgusting. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's fair. Hey, I, I really the
1: the romanticizing of being turfed is a far one eighty in the in the strain, and it's more parallel to what we noticed in the last of us and how an infected. yes it's. yes uh, really
3: gross uh, very much very much like you don't it's it's very gross it's uh it's it's in when i was in uh grad school there was this term that was used called that i uh studied up on that was it's called uh, <laughs> dread or where it's like you the characters don't you, through you're you're watching the characters you don't want to it makes you feel uncomfortable physically when you when mm. you see um like again these vampires and 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 that's a good comparison to the last of us it's it's like uh a very very poor iteration of the last of us you but know, it, 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 you know, but um yeah but genre fans it's 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 a decent one it's not, I, it's not it's something you can throw on the background and and not miss the main narrative beats it's not shooting for anything other than what it was and and so you know i think that's that's what made me not regret going back to it and this time actually finishing it and um you know it has this sort of classic dracula setup where you know the, the master vampire comes is shipped over to the New World via, you know, this time a plane, and you know he's got a a, a, a Van Helsing like old man chasing him, and uh, you know a, a Renfield type <laughs> servant who's you know uh, constantly uh, thwarting the hero's plan. So it's 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 a very straightforward genre genre. Show did you see the cameras Is that, that, that <laughs> compared it <laughs> to last? But did you
0: watch? I watched. I know. I, for me, I only watched like the first maybe a couple episodes. I watched of kind the of first F5.
1: season and a half, and for some reason, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And maybe yeah, same, me, here. same here. it was me. So I'm, I have to revisit it because I like the premise. Of it.
2: Yeah, it. Yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. First episode though, I watched one episode, yeah. and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't think
3: Josh you would stick with it. I mean, it it would have to be kind of on the Last of Us level for Josh and Cam to stick with it. have no, well, no it, 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 it's
1: it's one of those things that like I actually wanted to come back to it. It's just mm. other
3: stuff got into
1: my viewing.
0: Yeah, and I'm not, and then, you know me, I'm not a horror person. So like that first yes. two episodes, I was like,
1: eh, it didn't grab me. I like vampire stuff, Damn, so really I grabbed like me, like one of the best vampire
0: movies, uh, was let the right one in or Let Me In. Oh, the little girl? Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I never started left in, but left the right one
0: in. You want to say the sweetest version Swedish or the American version? Both versions are actually really. Yeah, the sweetest version.
3: Mm. Yeah, the sweetest version is is very creepy. Yeah, Yo, creepy. Like yeah, yeah. But that's creepy. another example of some of the more subversive God. vampire stories mm. uh, of And I think we all had the same experience with the strain the first time around. The same thing you guys said, I felt by the end of the first episode. Yeah. So yep. you know, I was already, yep. you know, and I watched more episodes, but, you know, I noticed that the characters were poorly written. They were, they were, mm-hmm. uh, numb nuts walking around waiting to get killed. Yeah. It, it was almost yeah. worse yeah. Than, than, uh, at some points it was worse, worse than,
2: uh, the Walking Dead. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, I no had I got the same vibe when I watched the one episode. I was like, not for me. Yeah. But again,
3: I give them credit for getting in and getting out. Can't do wrong with forty three episodes and four yeah. seasons. Yeah, of what it is, you know. Yeah, that's I mean what it was. You know.
0: Um. So I watch I watch Silo. So you guys, and Silo is on Apple TV, and it's kind of continuing Apple TV's kind of high. High sci fi concept that they've been kind of rocking with. They did Foundation. They did another one with, uh, I think it was something mm, like Race to Mars. <laughs> did you watch or, Foundation? Um, I have not watched Foundation. Okay. I, that's my next. That's on the, that's the, I'm same sure i me to watch that this week. Same yeah. here. Has
3: anyone read
0: Asimov's Foundation for take? I have, but like when I was like 16, maybe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, like I same. know I haven't done oh, well, well. Yeah, one. Yeah, MIT. When I was on my eyes, uh,
2: Asimov Tip, like my dad yeah, got yeah, me into it. I think think that was in my like early 20s when I read it.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I've been things about the show, debating on whether I want to read the books and then watch or do a little of both (laughs) game. But I'm. Yeah,
0: silo, same thing. It's based off of a trilogy of books. Um,
3: You know, uh,
0: I do not look it up. But they, um, but yeah, man, it was an interesting cast. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, she's from uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, (laughs) uh, Our girl Rashida Jones is
3: in it. Uh, mm-hmm. David O'Reillywell. <laughs> okay. Wow. And well, Rebecca Ferguson <laughs> is also, um, you know, she's Lady Jessica in Doom. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. So... Um, we and we then, just uh, thought Tim- it was
2: going to be a trilogy, baby!
3: I know, that should be crazy. Yep. So they greenlit yeah. Do they letting him do Doom Messiah? Yes, yeah, though, that's no, they're
2: going to... Uh, yeah, yes, they are letting him do Doom Messiah. Yes. Oh, okay. Because that's going to be interesting.
3: Because I would think Hill <laughs> Messiah has to be broken up into like two into, movies, two, maybe three movies. Because that was a thicker novel than the first one. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, see we'll to give but, them
1: legs, it's be 50 when this is
2: built. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <them all> <laughs> a lot
2: of material, brother. Yeah, but go ahead, Camp. Sorry. I'll-
0: uh, but yeah yeah so silos three books depending to a movie is the first eight episodes I want to say um, mm-hmm. but they do a little bit of a switcheroo but it's in a good way in the first two episodes to, um, so you can kind of see who whose story is this and I thought that was kind of interesting the way they kind of mm-hmm. like brought that out but um, but yeah and as I was telling everyone earlier it uh, does something that I thought was quite impossible make common the rapper uh halfway decent actor yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, on. I just say it. I said halfway decent. I didn't say good. I Before said he Cam doesn't take away from it. Believe,
2: even even Yo, with the qualifier, Cam does not believe
0: He it. doesn't take away from it. He doesn't necessarily add
2: to it. He's just decent.
0: we say
2: when I will say ahead. this. I've heard multiple people okay. uh, uh, pick up this show and none of them mentioned cop so that's the thing. Wait, let me ask you this, neither, Josh. Neither Have we ever seen Common
1: acting anything before this? Say it. Have they ever seen Common act acting anything before?
3: Yeah, this? Yeah.
2: Everybody's Oof. seen most of what Common has been. Yes. Mad. Okay. So
3: well, before, we, before we before you go in on Common, I just want to note yeah. that this that Silo has nine books in its in its series. Wow. Didn't um, you almost. They the first being published in twenty eleven. Um, but actually he published nine books in three years because, Ooh, uh, full cool novels or novellas? I don't, it says works. So I don't know if all of these are novels, there, but it, but it <laughs> differentiates these. Yeah, no, it says number of books, nine in three short stories, a short story trilogy. <laughs> And the, so the yeah. last first one was published in July of 2011 and the last one was published in August of 2013 damn it's crazy so I don't know I have to look to follow up on that I don't know if all of those are full fledged novels or if, if they are uh, novellas or I, I don't know but they're listed in sequential order as the books so they're see a part it. of the omnibus i guess nice
0: so very interesting dude signed a print only deal for five hundred thousand to to Shimer and schuster oh huh? yeah he just too was cranking these albums what yes yeah. oh it's all ebooks wow, yeah smart interesting that's yeah that's actually really smart if you just mm-hmm. do ebooks and you keep it moving yeah i'm not mad at it that's <laughs> dope but yeah yeah it's uh eight episodes like that um Eight, or, you know, ten episodes, and um, they got they get you a good a good enough of the world, a good enough of the characters, and then they end on a nice little interesting reveal, uh, world building reveal. I thought that was dope, yeah. and um, and it's like, again, yeah, it's not it's not a premise you know we haven't seen before. You know, dystopian future. You know, everyone's you know something happened oh. that took out the main society. Now these people have I mean, living in a certain situation. They mm-hmm. have a rule book and all those types of things um production design and everything else is really cool i love the, the casting of everything tim roth is awesome um In all things uh, uh yep yeah. or uh i said Tim roth uh tim robbins sorry oh different oh yeah tim robbins shot say redemption he's awesome uh-huh. um but yeah it was cool man and and also too i'm actually again impressed with apple because apple has been really uh yeah putting their foot in and more sci-fi stuff of lately like i saw the other thing they have i think is invasion is there other new one that's supposed to come that's out right now uh yeah, yeah cool i saw something about, about invasion yeah. yeah that was the other one it was yeah because it was invasion silo and then i mean they have their other shows but then fi i
2: here all their science fiction is good it's just degrees of good yeah i was like, they like they say, I said you I, haven't missed on sci-fi impressed. yet is the is the prevailing thought process.
0: Yeah, no, I I was impressed. I was definitely impressed. Um, Cam, Cam, what you watching? Yeah, I
1: just finished a show on Netflix called Erased, which was based off, uh, uh, I think, an anime or manga um, that was written by this guy named K Sanbi. Um, There has been different iterations of this show throughout the years. There's the animation, the manga, There was actually a movie that came out and I think there was another TV show (laughs) that came out earlier. Um, And and this basically the premise deals with uh, the main character who has this special power called Revival where he can go back in time and prevent something that happens that's going to be detrimental to whoever or whatever. (laughs) And uh, the whole premise starts with him uh, trying to find this murderer that has been murdering in his present time and he goes back into the past to find out who it is and the cool thing about it is yes it deals with time travel and the one thing that's always a turn off with like asian dramas is that sometimes they could be a little bit too predictable yeah. and i kind of be like okay like i'm i'm thinking logically when i watch these shows i'm like why is this dude doing this why is this person doing that and I get frustrated. I'm like, yo, this don't make any sense, right? And sometimes it's hard for me to suspend the logic to enjoy this. But this wasn't that bad, actually. It was It was actually, they'd done the time traveling <laughs> thing, which I hate. It did it okay. Uh, it wasn't, like, obtrusive. Uh, it worked. It wasn't jumping multiple timelines. Well, it, it didn't jump multiple timelines, but it jumped in uh, a few different times within this dude's alternate universe until he changed it somehow. So it was always consistent and he had to go back and figure out why he didn't change it. Kinda it's kinda like a quantum Leap-ish type of deal, but mm. not really. It plays on that a little bit. D'Angelo um, it's and someone, it's only, you love this. Yeah. yeah, like I don't want to <laughs> oversell it. Like it's not like super extremely dope, but it was I'm, like, it I'm having totally watched trailing. the whole
2: season. I'm totally trolling because D'Angelo does not like time travel narratives in the least. I
1: don't I don't dig it either, but it's not this The time travel aspect, it's almost like a a MacGuffin, right? In a sense, it's there. He does it, but then as it later plays in, it's not a big thing. You know, you're more invested in how this guy is going to figure out who the killer is. Figure out the
0: mystery. Yeah, that's (laughs) dope.
1: dope. So it's only 12 episodes. It's very quick. Um, And that's another thing. A lot of these Asian shows, when they're good, (laughs) it's cool to have a long episode, like a 45 minute, 50 minute episode. When it's kind of like, eh. you're like, man, this is kind of no. dragging, right? Mm-hmm. And so this, the dialogue seems like it's slow, but I think it works the way they set it up. That's I just mean, me. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't like mad. I watched it. It was actually enjoyable, and
2: it makes I mean, me. You're a lot go back less forgiving watch. than probably the only other person that's more that's less, even less forgiving than you. Probably is D'Angelo So yeah. if you say it's if you say it's decent, I'm pretty sure it's at least good.
1: And the, the reason the reason why I say it's decent is because one, it's like 35, 40 minute episodes. They're not yeah. too long, and uh, it's only twelve episodes, and they, it feels like they go by really quick. Just to be honest, Dang. like I think like five minutes of that is like credit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's kind of crazy. Because
0: I mean, manga is also interesting because they'll you know they do manga, they will do the anime, and then they'll do freaking live action and like it'll get developed in, this, in in those types of things. And then if it gets picked up by American or uh, European, then it gets n- another version. So I'm looking at it right now and I'm like, yo, there's a manga, an anime, a, 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 a Slovenian version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and a live action Japanese. So I'm like, okay, apparently someone likes this. They keep trying to adapt it.
1: Yeah, good. so I, I'm going
0: to go back and watch the anime because I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, you're
1: yeah. Description so of, If, if you're I description can level up from them, live action to the anime is solid. Yeah. Your description uh, is
2: reminding me of um what's it called? Uh Psychopaths. Psychopaths, oh yeah. The original, the original Psychopaths. Psychopaths gripped me the same way, like long, long, long episodes, tons of dialogue. But there's a point where like it all starts to click together and you don't mind the length of the episodes. You don't mind like because the narrative actually builds on top of itself in, in a similar way to what cam described and it, it once it gets going dear god <laughs> i mean those are the best ones uh Maybe. josh what do you what do you been watching recently uh i'm all over the place right now um uh oh cam you need to talk soccer to you, need, you need, need to watch you pizza documentary it. on netflix okay Yo. <laughs> yo I feel like I'm going to be into it and pissed off at the same time. You are 100% correct, sir. You are going to be very uh-huh. into it and you'd be very angry because the levels of injustice <laughs> inflicted by this organization. Oh man. Okay. So that aside, cause that's not science fiction. I, <laughs> it, it popped into my head just now as I was about to talk. Um, so right now I am watching, uh, I'm finishing um I'm finishing fringe um which I didn't finish when it originally aired. I was in and out with it, and you know I came back to it, and there were some time travels, not time travel- well yeah, there were some time jumps alternate alternate universes, and I was just like it just something about it didn't didn't grab me, and then d'Angelo and I were talking as we were discussing something else. And he mentioned fringe, uh, for, uh, for reasons that aren't really important to this conversation. Um, but he mentioned fringe and he specifically mentioned his love of the character, Walter, Walter Bishop. And it was relevant to something that we were doing. And so I was like, well, you know, if it's like that, then, you know, and his recommendations are like, are, are, are like the two cams recommendations pretty much they're no fail if he tells me to watch it i'm probably gonna like it um and i'm willing to accept that if i don't like it it's probably me <laughs> so um so yeah i've been sort of spot watching fringe because i some of the things that, some of the issues that i had with it that were just my own little isms about how i like to watch things plus the fact that it was a network show that was 25 billion episodes a season um kind of made me shy away it kind of made me stumble a little bit watching it but now i'm in the last season and i'm seeing all of the things that he's talking about there's a lot of stuff from season one that's now coming into play in season five um that's really good uh oh finishing better call Saul because i didn't finish it um i'm on the last two so i'm in the middle of the next to last season um and i still have the so i still have that to to finish up uh what else 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 um that's the stuff that I'm watching on Netflix uh I almost started silo um and then I got sidetracked by something else um the devil did I get sidetracked by yeah there was something else that I'm there's something else that I'm watching I got sidetracked by but that's all the science fiction that I'm on right now but Fringe is definitely super underrated and you know, your patient, you have to have patience with it in certain spots. Um, cause it did, it does kind of get villain of the wiki in a little in, 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 in some, in some areas, but it is high end science fiction and further proof that JJ Abrams needs to stick to executive producing projects. you has got a brilliant eye for good shows and good films, but, he needs to stop directing. <laughs> so yeah. you know he he, but I can't think of anything that he's produced that wasn't at least good. Now, yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point. No, that's I mean, a good
2: point. He, I've always said that that's where he yeah he's, where he signs as a
0: producer, but when he, he directs or he go. like once he gets in in like if he's writing or if he's directing then
3: it's like mm-hmm. but if he's producing
0: yeah. or just putting it together or show running.
3: His stuff is pretty much almost always solid. Oh, um, there's yeah. work. No, not believe that Fringe was one of the first shows <laughs> coming out of the 2008 writers. Show. That's mm-hmm. right, oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right. I forgot Sorry. about that.
0: Here we are. That's right. It's him yeah. and then it was him w- and the, um, all time later in another writer's break. Yep, I, it was him Kurtzman and
3: uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, or yep, yeah. Well, same guy, same people who are. Who are Who produced Star Trek Discovery <laughs> and Strange New Worlds,
2: sir? But, um, oh yes, I watch think watching New Worlds.
0: Yep, I am. I am behind. I need to watch that. I've already um, heard. It's. Getting, I'm starting world. to see in my feed that it's the. Uh, it's the best Star Trek considerations. generations. That's. Uh, I would, not, now that now this is the second season. That's what the. That's the chatter. The chatter is coming in would, right now. Yeah,
2: I, would, I, I argue think it's it. in that argument. My oh yeah am I, I am uh writing a, a heinous wrong uh again uh something that uh that uh <laughs> d'angelo <laughs> mandated that i watch uh I, I i never watched black mirror and i'm on top of it now and wow 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 black with, with, no,
3: what
2: what is it black mirror
0: oh Yes. Yeah. yeah. Black Mirror is dope. I haven't watched them the latest season. I'll, I've heard mixed bags. D'Angelo likes it. Other people no, don't. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mix no, food. it's good. It's just, I gotta that. get on it.
3: That is another thing that I, was, I guess we're all watching this. Um, God, yeah. and I forgot. I did watch all six of the new latest yeah. episodes of Black Mirror. The first one. <laughs> <man. laughs> Good. Four, especially the first three, are really good mm. and disturbing at the same time. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of their their
0: mo. It's funny though. Yeah, that's their thing. I mm-hmm. just watched Bandersnatch uh, like two weeks ago. Okay, and I actually went through it. Like went through the whole. Like, oh wait, let me see. Whatever. What if I do this? What if I do
3: that? Let me go back. <laughs> <laughs> bop, bop, bop. That shit was fun. I actually mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. You know, I it was okay. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it like yeah. I, like everybody else. <laughs> like I I thought it was too much. And I was just like, give me the, give me the story, the narrative, and, you know, now I'm being pulled into this meta world that I don't really enjoy. So, like, you know, the, 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 the I think it was all the different outcomes. Just, yeah. Just, you know, we could play that game all day, you know. Yeah, it's
0: losing the numbers, man. Have her just watch that show. It was, yeah. uh, it was, she's your own adventure. I, I mean. I'm glad I did it now as opposed to when it came out like way later and just kind of like yeah. got into it. Cause then I can just do it. All, I, no hype. Just like watch it. I'm like, Oh, we go this way. Let me go that way. You know, uh, they
3: they did better when they, uh, with that one offs. Well, I guess it, it's now considered as one of the episodes, I think of season two or three, but it was white Christmas. The, the episode with John app, like that was supposed hey. to be, one of their early—that was actually one of the yeah, episodes pal. before they moved I mean, to net before they became a Netflix series when they were so still just I mean, that in the uh, BBC. But that one was really good. It's one of their best episodes, and um, yeah. and and I thought Bandersnatch would be a little bit on those lines, but, but it, yeah. but it wasn't. But so it is what one terrible is just yeah. No, it's the
0: just, um, everything. yeah, I was. Yeah, I was catching up. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say I to watched is uh I watched the bear season two. Really fun. Didn't want to check that I out. Heard that I
2: was differentiates from season one a little too much.
0: So they I so this is the thing. I watched season two without watching season one. I was at my homie's place. He was at, he was like, started watching it, and I was like, oh, whatever. Ended up just burning through it. And mm-hmm. um, from just from just the season just- two aspect of it, I like the writing, great cast. Um the one thing it was that got annoying a little bit is like when they do their two person um conversations, like every shot is like
3: oof, right uncomfortably up, up in yeah, the face. I, and I they saw do it, it in too the promos. That's why it in the promos too
0: much. It's like it's like, hey, hey, Josh, what's going on? Oh nothing, can just chill it? But then the shit would be like wrapping your face. <laughs> I
2: I thought yeah. so promos. Every conversation yeah, was
0: it's, it's a little it, too if they do it too much, too much that and they love their wide shot and they pan in slowly as tension builds and the tension it just there's a lot of anxiety in the show yes. but that that being said performance wise uh, really dope the, act, uh, the acting is awesome good writing I like, I like all the characters that got it's a really interesting cast um, and then when they, they have a one particular episode that has a bunch of guest stars and each guest star is introduced very subtly in a point where like normally when there's a guest star it's like hey this is the guest star but in the way this this kind of happens like okay. everyone kind of gets to stand on their own and literally i would give every one of those okay. people that was That's in that this game. episode okay. uh a guest uh you know nomination for oh, yeah. emmy just because like every person's like role was really really cool and specific and so yeah one episode and it was like not even a spoiler but it was oh, like john barrenthal uh jamie lee curtis uh sarah paulson bob Odenkirk, freaking who else oliver platt it's all just, of them were all in um, one episode, and nobody out, episode? and nobody outshines anyone. Everyone's in the exact same level. John Mulaney's in it as well, right. and they each get yes, a little yeah. bit of time to shine. Yes. And it's fucking—they just this um, is a really good job with the ensemble cast, and the TV show, and not even billing they, it as like this is a special episode. It was just kind of like happens, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis killed it. Oh yeah. yeah, it was dope. Yeah. It was really good. It's—I um, <laughs> see why the hype is. I see why everyone does it. And um,
3: I see why a lot of people are like, really, really into the show. I watched something else that you guys watched a few months ago, and I just watched it John <laughs> <Dialogue> Wick week four. <laughs> ah, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what do um, you think? Welcome to the resistance. <laughs> well, I enjoyed the first three <laughs> a lot better than I enjoyed that. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. But it didn't need to be two hours and forty-eight minutes or forty-nine minutes. It was thirty minutes, way too long for them to just agree. continue bring t- countless action sequences out. The they action needed
2: sequence. Time
3: to throw him down the stairs twice. Well, <laughs> whatever. I felt like I was telling down the stairs at that point. I'm like, <laughs> "Come on, man, Let's finish this. Let's finish this." Like that's, What's that's funny stuff. is watching it in the theater.
0: Yeah, and watching it in the theater, it there yeah. fast. But I think if I rewatch it at home, I probably like. I'm yeah. positive when we rewatch it a little. Yeah, no,
1: nah, it felt long as hell in the theater, bro. <laughs> hey,
3: yeah, bro. it was. It was. I mean, there, again, it was good stuff. I'll give them credit for the creativity and the form. You know the way they block block uh, action sequences, the choreography, the the creativity in right. in, in in scaling up, um, the the. Um, the locations and the fight set and the set pieces and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But again, I would criticize any other film for having a script like that. Whereas again, it's just strung. It's 20 minute action sequences strung together back to back to back (laughs) with, with each other. And then, and then we had get to the third act. And I think Keanu Reeves may have said all of the whole sentence in that, in that whole, in that whole movie. Like it was it was very and then I also noticed that, and this is probably because again, he's older now, that especially noticed it in the early scene where they where he's in the, the Jap in Japan, that some of the the fighters were really off with their timing. Like they were like hesitating, like and waiting on him to turn to to strike. Him. And I'm like, See that looks really bad because he's supposed to be mm-hmm. they're supposed to he's supposed to be able to engage them as they're attacking him yeah. like what you can see and obviously not many people would catch that but I thought it was very very glaring that, that at least a few of them the camera and I know they what they were doing they were trying to do the continuous take but I would somebody should have said cut let's do that one again because can I don't can turn I... Not... Yeah, go ahead
1: is entering that Harrison Ford territory where he is too old to be playing his character. Yeah, he's not believable well,
2: If you remember when it's we, a- I think when, when we, good. his age, when we reviewed it, I want to say Cam was the one who pointed out the same thing that you just pointed out. And I was the one who pointed out that the action sequences are definitely slower. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's the cool. difference in speed, and it's definitely what you just said that come that and i think if they if it didn't slow down da- if it hadn't slowed down you might not have noticed it as much but right. because the speed is not because the same sort of great speed, because they don't really speed ramp those action sequences in the edit that's real time so right. it's noticeable. That's yeah yeah it's noticeable yeah. that they that that he slowed down and i think because the fight sequ- the pacing of the fight sequences slowed down you're able to notice what you pointed out yeah, because they're doing long takes instead of instead of uh,
3: relying heavily on cuts and edits. Mm-hmm. So it's, it it's a, they, you know, they've done it multiple times in the last, in all of the movies. So it's always paid off for. Them. And sure. again, I, I just brought it up because it was something that you guys had talked about, reviewed. I didn't watch it at the time, but I literally just recently watched it. And still enjoyable, still good mm-hmm. action. Um, really weird, um, in retrospect, seeing, um, Sharon killed knowing that, um, um, you know, last Reddick is, uh, died as, has passed on. Um, but good story. And if that's the end of his chapter and they still got that whole world to, to build off, you know, there's, I think the story of John Wick is that it probably was not expected to go that far. And yeah. It, yeah. It,
0: yeah. It, I mean, also,
3: and retroactively so I would say like, built.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I think the, like, I'm curious about the Continental uh, story because like the world of John Wick is actually super, it's Yeah, right. like that, that like if they can, if they can, you know, explore that world more and have fun with it. I think there's a lot there that they could have because yeah, Keanu's like 58 now, almost person 60. So I think, like, yeah, I think, like, there's enough in that world to, like, just the Continental itself was like, super interesting. And then, in 2 you're like, wait, there's other Continentals in other places? Okay, that's dope. You know, so I think just the concept itself is awesome. And I think they could take it a lot of different ways. if They do more of, like, an anthology type sh- situation or something like that. That would yeah. be, like, a fun thing to do. Like, yo, call it the Continental. Six episodes, six different assassins, six short stories or something
2: like that. Like, that would be interesting. So I think going um, it the, when the Continental is first built. And uh right, Winston, right. 70s, right. is super young and um Lance Reddick's character is super young um in the 70s, I want to say. It's like four episodes, right? Something like that. or six, something like that. Yeah.
0: So that's I mean, like, like, stuff like that like something like that yeah. could be super Yeah, I think that could be super interesting. Um, but yeah, I think we're at we're at a point now where you're right, there's certain parts where like, hey guys, uh maybe you don't have to play these things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can get older you No, know, like you're old. it's cool if you're cooler. it's old like uh the other one i was gonna say i watched was uh Fubar with arnold and um mm. basically he's like retiring fbi agent finds out that his daughter is also an fbi agent undercover but he didn't know that she was lying to him this whole time and so that's that's your basically father-daughter conflict for the whole show um, um so, so to wait, what show is this
3: uh it's called Fubar. Fubar. Arnold. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a classic Hollywood setup. It, really, it, like,
2: it gives
0: you all the nineties, nineties. That, 80s? 90s, that the is an eighties movie. Five.
2: That Yo, is an eighties movie waiting to happen. I bet it was different if
3: somebody was like, "No, yep. no, yep. no." Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger is the star. We gotta, we yep. gotta change that over. Make it to so, oh, or she, she was, uh, she. He knew that she's in the FBI. No, he he didn't know. He, he didn't know, he, know absolutely. Yeah, no. Oh,
0: so, uh, so that's basically the whole thing. And it's like, you know, very, uh, you know, kitschy and tree-liesy type, t- type of style, yeah, yeah. but it's it was so but it's entertaining it has great supporting class It's awesome. Um, Arno is definitely too old to do actually action- anything. They have them in the actual sequences. He's like, right. It's it's like, stop sun double. <laughs> 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 like, yo, those, I hope
3: those sun men <laughs> got overtime because they were literally every seat. Yeah, like, last one he had. He, the last one he good action film he had in him was Dark Fate. And I think
2: that was okay. still like, you know, pushing it. But yeah, that was definitely it was, pushing it, it was, because it was, it was, there was a lot of, it didn't do well because there's a lot of Terminator fatigue out there. Like, I think if you didn't have the last two or three okay. movies, that would oh, always be a great movie. It is a great, it is a,
3: in <laughs> terms of, that pattern of, of,
2: you
3: know, there's a lot of, there's a several films that did this. Terminator and was one of them where they ignored the sequels and Dark Fate was a direct sequel
2: to Terminator 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which, is I, watching, which I still really, need to go watch. You ignored all those other ones. That yeah. would be been a great, that would have done that. It's, so, it's a great movie on its own regardless, but it would have done extraordinarily well if they just jumped straight to that story
3: yeah is it you're right it's just too bad that even despite them ignoring those films the, the, the audience hasn't forgotten
2: <laughs> hadn't forgotten them and yeah. so I the yeah but I, I don't I think be, um, like i don't I don't really I'm yeah. fatigued for things like if oh. it's a good the noise the, the, so by that measure I should be very fatigued with star Trek. I'm not yeah. fatigued with right i I still enjoy it because there's still Good stories to be told, you know. What I'm oh, be to be no water, Star you know. Trek.
1: <laughs> you tired of Star Trek, Josh? <laughs>
2: it, bro. Listen, Discovery shook my faith a little bit for a second.
0: Well, it and Strange yeah, New Worlds is like, come here, come home, come yeah. Yeah. here. Strange New Worlds is
3: a big Star, Trek, a big hug to Star Trek fan. Oh, uh, yeah, so, uh, to, to especially I don't agree that it's the God. best since TNG. God. People got they got to stop disrespect. Deep Space. <laughs> Deep Space Nine, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also watching right now. Like, yeah, you better stop disrespecting solid. this D Space Nine. Solid. Well, Cisco Hawk was, is the man. Cisco Hawk is the man. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, they they want, you know, it's interesting because Deep Space Nine was the first <laughs> Trek series that literally <laughs> was like, We're we're gonna go <laughs> this is gonna be a different <laughs> Star Trek experience. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is gonna be this is gonna show you more <laughs> of this. Yeah. Nice. World, we tell with you know, they've been telling us that there's this large mm-hmm. fabric and galactic, you know, so Starfleet has other aspects, and mm-hmm. D Space Nine was a great entry for that. So, you know, yep. I think, I think, hands down, it's probably one of the most high-reaching Star Trek series. Yeah. I, I agree, and also and, and also, and also, politics-wise, it would,
0: it would delve deeper a lot more. You exceed because it's, it's, it was in could, one centralized place could, as opposed to them instead. traveling different places, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was less monster of the week, a lot more intrigue, a lot more political situations. Yeah, and, it was more and it spiritual. Was, yeah, Citibus. more serialized. And mm-hmm. I think like Voyager got to be the that one, Monster of the Week so type that, of thing, where mm-hmm. deep, deep Space Nine mm-hmm. got to stay in the corner and be just like, let's talk about all the stuff that's going on and everyone that's coming through deep space nine. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. and, and I, also a good
3: construction of of uh of Starfleet and the Prime Directive and all those things that really a deconstruction of Roddenberry-isms that we, if we want to yes. be fair, not to criticize that, but that's what it was. It, it was an admission that Rod's optimistic view of the future was starting to look a little dim as we moved into the mid nineties and things like that. So yeah, yeah. I, I that's another reason why I think it's such a
2: great entry into Star Trek's lore. Yeah, it's a great it's a great but, deconstruction of the Roddenberry it's... mythology. Um, like one of the producers is, is quoted to say, "Yeah, um, Roddenberry probably as much as this was his idea, he probably would have hated what we did because you know, I agree. Oh, they, yeah, they, absolutely. They went they went there. They went you know they they deconstructed the the myth of a utopian." society that uh yeah you know that Star that that starfleet and federation have created you know it 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 put your it put your main character in compromising positions um it was just i mean so i i, I, w- I was telling yes the other day i was like yeah i, I started rewatching it from the, from the t-. i usually jump to the beginning of season three and just go off from there but I started from the very beginning this time on this 80th rewatch of mine. Uh, that, I, that I And I got to tell you, you know, I, I need to stop maligning season one and season two to the way that I have been because there's some good. Fro- I, how would, I had mentioned that to you. Fro yeah. Cisco,
0: Fro versus Hawk itself.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fro oh, was, he was solid. He had to be like. I need, you know? I need to stop maligning season one and season two. Because there's some solid character development and some really solid Roddenberry star- style storytelling, you know? And it's solid world building because
3: mm-hmm. they start to build the Changeling, Dominion, the even that <gasps> prophet storyline uh, uh, early on <laughs> in season one. You made but that also, noise, about like, like prophets. Y'all <laughs> know how I feel about religious storylines. It's almost the same thing. It's, if not done well, it falls under the time uh, travel. You know, oh, 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 I watched um, the TNG episodes, uh, all of the the Q, um, not Q, um, the Borg episodes. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, nice, TV nice. And um, th- those were some of the best episodes. <laughs> the, the Q who, when he sends them to, uh, what is it? The Delta, Delta 5, the Delta, 5, and then, uh, the best of both worlds. Um, uh, I forgot we, you know, we saw Shelby and Picard and I forgot how her and Riker bumped heads uh, hard right in, when they first, uh, when they first met each other. We and But those two, those two episodes were great and, and just a an, uh, an enemy that took John and Picard and used him against the Federation. Like <laughs> everything, this dude is the epitome of Starfleet and the Federation, and they used, it, used his knowledge to basically take out, I brought that up because um, I like that uh, Deep Space Nine started with going back to the Battle of, uh, what is it, Wolf, Wolf 359. Wolf three, five, nine. Yeah. Um, and, and then fast forward to the person that was giving Cisco, the commission for deep space nine is captain and the two of those, and
2: those two button heads. He had no respect for that man whatsoever. None. Well, backdrops for anyone who hasn't seen it for the listeners who may not have seen any of this 30 years ago. Um, so. In the Battle of Wolf 359, where the Borg basically take on the gigantic Starfleet Armada that was assembled to stop them um, from getting to Earth, Cisco um, was in that battle, and uh, his ship got basically just obliterated one shot. Um, and his wife was uh, his wife, and his son Jake were on board that vessel when it got destroyed. Basically, it just it was it was you know one sh- one hit from the Borg, and it was abandoned ship. And so, yep. um, and so his wife dies in, in that, uh, in that battle, he can't get to her. She's been, you know, like debris falling on top of her. Uh, he gets his son, he gets his son out and he goes to go get his wife, but you know, there's a fire and debris falling everywhere and he's taken out of the room, out of her, out of their quarters, uh, before he can get to her. She's already clearly laid out. She's dead. She's hey. dead. Um, and so fast forward like like D'Angelo said, fast forward to him meeting Jean-Luc Picard giving him his orders and assignment to uh take over command of Deep Space Nine and is all Give sorts of black Business. losing out of Avery Brooks. Give yeah. me business. Mark like, about know, shift. Yeah. Give me my orders yeah. and get yeah. out of here, yo. <laughs> yeah.
3: But I think looking back retrospectively, it was Visually a well done thing by the producers, because if you want to talk about an attitude shift from the next generation and that version of Roddenberry's uh, future t- utopian idea of the future, what better way than to show the the new the former protagonist of that story? Bumping heads at the beginning of the new, uh, new series with mm-hmm. the the new protagonist, who's going to represent this new uh, chapter in uh,
2: Star Trek lore. Yeah, and Zero fucks that that was his superior officer because he starts out as a commander. Avery Brooks, Commander Cisco start. He's com- he starts out as Commander Cisco, taking over uh, command of that of that starbase, and. I will kill you my superior officer. Just give me my orders and get out of here, yo. You killed my wife. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I like that, like, that's a, a, a prevailing theme through all the Star Trek's, like, of reverberating through all the shows, even Picard with, uh, what's his name? Um, the other, uh, the third season, the other captain where he was on one of the ships that the Borg, uh, fucked up as well. So I like they kept that as a,
3: a normal thing the rest mm-hmm. Yeah, that changed, uh, Luke Picard's, <laughs> Uh, the way people saw him, and oh, and yeah. From that point on, like, even though he could say like, "Oh, I was taken over," it's like,
2: "Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bruh." And they do a great job of touching on that in the uh, first contact, the first time yeah. they read that they encounter the board since uh, Wolf Three Five Nine, and they were like, "Yeah, it's cool. You know, you should do this planetary survey." over by uh, the neutral zone, just in case the Romul- Romulans pop up. You know, you should patrol over there um, in case the R- Romulans decide that they're going to take advantage of the situation. Meanwhile, you got the crew that has the most experience with the board uh, outside of probably Shisco. um and, and you sideline them. So they clearly, like you say, there was clear distrust even after exonerating him for any wrongdoing. That should have been a that should have been an episode, a court like a court martial, like somebody you know, like an advocate general on some yo this dude turned coke, he should be tried.
0: Yeah, nah, I agree, I totally agree. Um, so all right, so to bring it home, like, mm-hmm. what do you guys, what do you guys got on deck? What do you guys got on deck? We just put talk about a bunch of random stuff that we've been talking to talking about, but what you got coming up that you're going to be? Uh, I mean, The Witcher just dropped, so we all got to finish that up, and you also. Well, it's only the first part, and then the second part comes out in two weeks. The
3: second part drops July 29th. And it's three more episodes or two more episodes? It's three. yeah. Free? So They do eight episodes a season, uh, which, again, i I, I got to respect them for it. Get in and get out. You, yeah. know? you know They're
2: not dragging it along. I'll do my last because th- that's going to be a topic for discussion.
0: Yeah. Um, nah, we got Witcher coming up. I think I'm, I'm going to try to Check out foundation. A bunch mm-hmm. of anime that I watched just started up again. So I'm, I'm gonna hop back into that. I'm I'm on my I'm on my K dramas yep. as always. But um yeah, I think I think yeah, all I think I'm actually looking up is yeah, oh Secret Evasion. I gotta catch up on that. I'm behind. Mm-hmm. I only watched the first episode. And um I think they're like four episodes in. And then yeah, I think that's it for me. D'Agelo, what you what
3: you watching? Or what you got coming up? Uh, coming up actually this week is the premiere of, uh, I think fifth season of what we do in the shadows. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I'm going to be all on top of that. I, I I just love that show. It's, it's, it just, it's one of those, um, comedies that I watch it and it just makes me forget about all the craziness and just laugh for 30 minutes. Yep. Yep. And, um, so I'll be, uh, checking that out when it, um, when it comes up, I'll be waiting for, or I finished the first part of for, for, for the Witcher. I'll probably rewatch it before part two, uh, comes up, uh, releases. So, um, so yeah, the Witcher, um, um, and I think that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. the Witcher, the, what we do in the shadows. Uh, Oh, secret invasion. I haven't started that, but I will, I will be checking that out. And yeah, I think that's that's about it, me. Yeah.
0: Nice, Uh Cam. What you up to?
3: What you got left?
1: Uh, so I'm gonna be watching this Secret Invasion because I did see episode two, and I'm like, Game. okay. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> uh, I, like, I like Secret Invasion because everyone was like, I can't say it's good, but I'm intrigued. Yep. Like, keep yes. watching.
1: Well, yeah. it, it was like, is this canon? Like. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's why I keep saying a lot of... Yeah, yep. it's
0: very, like, mixed. everyone said the same thing. It's, it's like a mixed bag, but, like, it's a mixed bag, but people want to keep watching. So yes. I think that's a good thing. I think that's, that's a good
2: thing. That's a wholly accurate uh, description <laughs> of the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like They're like, I'm not sure, but I'm going to keep watching because I want to see if this is actually uh, if they can land the ship.
1: <laughs> and and I'm going to start Witcher, and okay, I just finished Extraction <laughs> 2, which is actually not bad. I know what I was hey, going to no. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I liked it. Yep. I liked
0: it. Totally you
2: liked you, it. It did, did what it was supposed to do.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I think the Russos are having fun being in this space where they're just let us just play the spy high action. You know, like not too, not too heady, not too crazy. This is the plot. This is what we're getting in, getting out, and that's it. I think, honestly, for the Russos, I think that's a perfect place for them to play it because they, yeah. they Netflix has unlimited money for them to pump pump out all these these shows and uh, mm-hmm. TV uh, movies. And they deliver every single time. Not not too high, not too low, just right in the middle, right in that pocket. Right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, especially for the Russo, I think it's a perfect, perfect place for them.
2: Rayman is a great Russo Russo's film.
0: It's so much fun. Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight, actually. <laughs> um, Josh, what do you, what do you, what
2: you got on deck? Uh, I got Foundation. I got Silo. Oh yeah, and um, so this will incur a great deal of smoke from the panel, which I am uh, prepared to receive. Uh, I've never watched The Wire, and oh, so yeah. <laughs> and so.
0: Wait, like, wait, hold on, hold on.
2: Yes, Tim. i
3: already to heard watch. this surprise, but I reacted. just You <laughs>
2: No, you never watched what. I did not watch the wire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, so, Betty Sage is like,
3: what? <laughs> uh, how do you know? Watch the wire. So Gosh, the Angela, the dark, Angela. Dark, he, dark,
1: yes.
2: Dark,
3: hold on. We
1: even go into this. Hell. <laughs> no. In the name of everything you watch, you only sure. You jump right over it, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. brother. Go ahead. I Sages could tell you right where I was when ball. it was
2: coming, when it was on, I could tell you what else I was watching. And Bro, you
1: better not say a Marvel movie came out <laughs> No. Yeah.
2: Ah, that's
0: actually
1: and I funny. never
2: and then never got around to it. I've multiple conversations I've <laughs> had about it. Right, I'm get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Get to be fair,
3: it was on during the time where HBO was not as accessible that. easily and that everybody would. Not everybody was doing HBO at that time. That I was mean, a small was part of it. Yeah. I didn't did have, the I wire? The, of...
0: um, did the wire and Sopranos overlap?
3: Yes. A little bit. I think the Sopranos was first, in its fourth or fifth yeah. season when the wire yeah. <laughs> had its first season. Um, I think yeah. the wire started in either between 05 and 07. I can't remember the exact year, but that was
2: around time when it when it started. <laughs> And I got, yeah, rid of, I, was, I got rid of HBO right at the end of Sopranos. So that was, yeah, of, it, that was a small part of it. I mean, I was, yeah, was king, so I could have found it online. It's not like, yeah, like, I, don't really, I was I, laughing.
3: I don't have a uh, reasonable what, excuse. So actually the wire started in 2002. So it would have been around the third season of the believe yeah. So they were running a little bit concurrently with each other.
2: I think also so part. Of, so I think the initial thing was, I was like, "Oh, this is you know crime drama focuses on the criminal element in where, and nah. Blossom so Mark. on description." On description, I was like hard pass because I. So between slave narratives and black people doing dirt, like doing committing heinous crimes, I was just like, "I'm done. I'm done with all of it. I'm done with it in television. I'm done with it in film." I'm watching. i watch not So there was a, a brief period where I actively avoided the show. And then I started hearing all the fludgets and pundits, you know, that the show was getting where it was like, yo, you need that in your life. And so because I didn't jump on it immediately and because I was kind of, I was doing a bunch of stuff, like, you know, my daughter was still with like Sage's age, if I remember correctly. You know what I mean? Like there was just a lot going on and I couldn't invest that much time in doubling back to watch the show so i just didn't i don't even think on demand was that big a thing back then if i remember correctly so i didn't want to jump into it matter of fact it wasn't so i wasn't i wasn't really keen on diving into a show that i hadn't seen from the beginning that was another thing um it. but yeah yeah it was just but and then but later on down the line i could have watched it in the intervening years at any point and you know, and banged it out. And I just I just I just kept delaying it. Not in favor of other things, but just I just kept delaying i like, right, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch. It. And then finally, uh D'Angelo and I had a conversation last week, I think it was, and he had the same reaction everyone else has like, how <laughs> have you lived life with your black card <laughs> intact and not watch <laughs> the wire? Are you taking notes on a criminal conspiracy? <laughs> Yo, check this out, Josh. Yeah. Well, I actually
3: didn't challenge a black copy. Yeah. Nah. The, 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 <laughs> it was David Simon. It wasn't like it was. It was created by a black uh, no, artist fair. or writer. Disclaimer. Yeah. So, I might be. I might. i be exaggerating.
1: But but Josh, you know this ranks up to. There, there's a coworker of mine who was around the same age as I am, and he never watched New York Undercover, and I was like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you're a hip hop head, you watch New York Undercover. Yeah, that's the crazy like, part. Like every one yeah. time, yeah,
1: well, I aspired to be an undercover cop, because it was <laughs> so fly. Never in my
0: life. I think this back on, oh, my, uh, no it's on. It's on either Amazon or uh, <laughs> uh, or TV. I think it's on Freebie. It's either on Freebie no. or Amazon. I, I watched yeah, episode. Wait, to those hey,
1: who are hey. familiar, am I lying when I said cops were actually cool? You
0: were no,
2: coach. you're not there lying. I was slightly older. I'm slightly older than you are. So there was not necessarily the same romanticization. But I got to tell you that. If you you wish that you I will say this, you wish that that, that the cops you did come across were those two.
3: Guys. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. And uh,
2: shout out to Lauren Velez
0: who uh, was on New York Undercover and is uh, the mom in uh, Spider Verse and both movies. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, no, nah, that's long, uh, and mom in the uh, uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Oh, a new one. Oh shit! Know that. Yeah. Nice. don't rush don't rush to see that just you can <laughs> you can totally see that or whenever when it comes out on on yeah. streaming don't um
0: don't. i was gonna say uh yeah but the last thing i would say that just came back on the anime is an anime called Mushiku Tensei, Tensei, so let's Tensei, say tenseh one more time mushiku Tensei. okay and this is the basically the godfather of the izakai genre izakai genre is basically when some loser gets killed and then wakes up in a fantasy land essentially so yeah. in the last 10 years of anime right now that's been like one of the main genres that's been like getting cranked out like so good, sort out online all these other ones that are like getting popular or whatever so anyways this this particular anime is the very first of all of that and so it was a it was a novel turned into a manga turned into an anime and so this okay. this uh it was a light novel. So when it first came out, every anime that does that type of genre, basically borrows from this. Mm. And so when they finally got turned into an anime, everyone was kind of surprised because like finally at this point, because it was the kind of the main one that kind of started this whole genre off. I think it's uh, six or seven. But anyways, um, it's freaking amazing. It's really, really, really dope. Um, it's just an interesting story, interesting world building. And as and watching it i've seen so many izakai type of genres i see where everyone pulled literally just took from the story mm. and went off on a whole tangent so props to that show because like they just did a really good job of converting the novel into the anime just started the second season right now and uh but it's dope because basically the whole thing is a loser gets killed wakes up in the uh, fantasy world but the original with this one he actually is totally cognizant but he's a child so he starts out as a baby, like, you know, infant, but he knows, he literally knows everything from his yeah. per, per, per previous life. So he, it shows him growing up from a baby all the way up until like, I think like 12 in the first season. Okay. And then as he's like going through it and all that kind of stuff. So it's super interesting. They like this did a really good job. But yeah, I just came back for a second season. I think it's on Hulu and Crunchyroll as well. So,
2: oh, we, yeah. we so I guess final word can be what we're reading because we didn't touch on what we're reading. Um, oh, yeah. I will go first. I am rereading um the Hickman reboot of uh of X-Men and it is just as good if not better the second time around true and I just I I can't say enough Cam, thank you um I cannot say enough about how much I did not think it was going to be good I didn't want it like, I was very happy with where things were going when they decided to reboot the whole franchise um you know they were writing the dude dude who was writing Ferguson was it uh uh, uh Rosenberg. Rosenberg thank you um he was he basically went wide line wide and every book, every character every everything he basically sort of righted the shit whereas it was meandering wildly all over the place. They killed off. Pot- yeah, yeah. X Men had both- been good
0: for 10 years, maybe. Yeah. I would say, yeah, X-Men had not been good for about 10 years. Rosenberg came in, he Clean killed all the doubles, sent sent baby X-Men back, just cleaned up all the dumb shit that's been going on in X-Men for the last 10 years. And it was like, I got a vision. Here's my three year plan. You got about a year and a half in. Hickman's like, yo, I got this idea. And Marvel's like, yeah, this is pretty good. All right, we'll 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 cut Rosenberg and, and we'll give it to you. And so I was, not, I was
2: Rosenberg, literally as he fixed every like the last thing that he the last issue they gave him is when everything's fixed and you can start telling stories now. And so I was livid because I was like, yo, this is like, like Cam. No exaggeration. Cam Cam was 100 percent right. Best X-Men storytelling in 10 years. Like Scott was supposed to be dead and Emma Frost was mentally projecting him into people's brains so that whenever they saw the X-Men they saw him and he was always there. And just like then, you know, wow. it, it was just, it was, I mean, that worked, I guess, like it wasn't terrible, but it was just kind of like, uh, because they'd changed his character so much. Like they basically made him Magneto 2.0. And so, because they changed his character so much, um, as great as it was to see, excuse me, as great as it was to see him sort of grow a pair, once he, once, once it was revealed that he was a mental illusion that Emma Frost created, everything kind of collapsed because everything was predicated on him being all gangster and gully and Malcolm Xe now. And so, you know, it fell apart and then, you know, uh... Rosenberg comes in. He's like, I'm going to fix it all. And he fixes everything. It's great. And so I'm saying it all over again. You know, he get, we get to the point where Hickman does his reboot and I was vehemently against it. I was like, I'll quit. Like, why, why would you, why would you read anything with what this dude just did? Kim got maybe a couple of issues into the reboot. I was like, yo, you need to read this. And I was like, no, (laughs) like, no, thank you. I, I don't have any intention of reading it. And someone else that we know was reading it. It was like, yo, I think it's Cliff. Cliff was reading it and he was like, yo, bro. And Cliff is at least ra- as rabid an X-Men fan. We differ on some things, but Cliff is at least as rabid an X-Men fan as I am. Um, I'd never take that away from it, despite how he, wrong he is on something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then someone else that I trust came through and said the exact same thing. I was like rolling my eyes and hemming and on and like, but it was fine. Like what they were doing, I, and I was like, you know, I don't want to be the old guy who's like, it was good the way that it was. So I went ahead and um and started reading it, and dear God, <laughs> just the length and breadth that this man went to reset everything and make it just radically different from what we know and what we knew and from what we think we know and just you know and it's like it's a reboot that incorporates everything that's happened before which is a monumental task um and so at some point you know it sort of swings back around to you know everything that happened is one version of the past Hi. and everything that's happening now is an offshoot of that it's just it doesn't involve time travel D'Angelo. so you know i can i can see your 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 brow furrowing slightly um it did none of this involves time travel um and it just it's just a genius i have to give it to him a genius reinvention of everything we know about the x and you know i so i've gone through powers of x i've gone through uh uh house of x and powers of x side by side um and it ran through dawn of x and just wow that, yeah now
0: they did a good job they
2: did a really they good, did job. More than good job i think that undersold like, the, job. the job saying they did a good job undersold the job that they did <laughs> well and also i think you know X-Men have been sucking
0: for a long time purely because everyone that wants to write X-Men got put on like Inhumans or Avengers or other oh, things. And the people that were on X-Men didn't want to write X-Men. So they're just like, I don't know. i writing really this. And that's, you could tell it in the writing. And yeah. so when they finally kind of finally flipped that, flipped that switch, they actually came out with some good stuff. And I think now Hickman's run is about to finish up, like doing the call, the thing called the follow-up X, basically, right now. It's the new next six months, basically. And so they're blowing up you know up what they're going to do after? uh i have a rough idea but i'll tell you that off my okay. but uh but yeah they gotta they about to do that but no they did a good job it's one of those things where when i was at working at marvel that was the one conversation we always have tell me one good x-men story in the last 10 years and none of us could come up <laughs> he dropped and that one on me like, and i was like eh. and we worked there that's that's horrible <laughs> so but i also goes back to you know when writing is important so Telling good stories and being able to do stuff is like just as important as the
2: flashiness and the arts and all that kind of stuff. So, it, I got to Go tell you, it's just it is absolutely mind blowing. I've I've not read an X Men story that I can say that about in a very even the stuff that was happening uh before the reboot uh, that I thought I I was like oh this is this is this I love all of this this is great I, I don't think it's I I remember thinking to myself we're about to see greatness because he's re, he somehow he has managed to make sense of everything that was happening before that made absolutely no sense. And I think we're about to see something great that comes after. It. And so for that to sort of fall by the wayside, uh, as far as the guy who was writing, re- who was writing it right the, you know, up to that point, I was just like, well, she, sh- he should get a shot, you know? And definitely it didn't, uh, I, that went away very quickly. I was like, yeah, you know, Rosenberg is dope, but oh my God. <laughs> This is, again, I I didn't want to like it. I, I I wanted to be able to come to Cam and say, you're wrong. This is good. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you were thinking about. I don't know why you thought this was dope. It is not. And it's 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 probably the best world building I've seen in a comic book in the last 25 to maybe more, maybe 30 years. I concur with that,
0: 100%. It's a good, like I said, self-contained start to finish story. You can mm-hmm. like, read it. as one thing that never, never happened it going on. So I think that was. Dope. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Well, what are you reading? Again, as always, this Wait is. Uh, what are you reading, Cam? Uh, I'm reading some DC stuff. I'm catching up. Uh, Lazarus Projects with Batman and Damien Robin, um, who's always fun. One of my favorite characters in the DC universe because he's an asshole and he does it all the time uh i'm also catching up on my current x-men stuff which is kind of all over the place and then um oh philadelphia that's a black writer and uh artist it's a a vampire story set in philadelphia um i think it just i think it just got nominated for Eisner recently but yeah Trying to trying to work on my uh, supporting black artists and writers uh, situation. Nice. So I just I have, I think I have all of them. I think I'm going to start the first one this week. So um, I'll kick that over to you guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll top it off with the what I read and I credit the professor for putting me on the guys themselves. Uh, my Ozma, that was pretty dope. Uh, I'm almost done with that. I just love the, the first chapter was like against stupidity, and I started laughing. <laughs> Because yeah. It's all out of six, and I was like, "But it makes perfect sense." And it's like uh, three, three worlds: Earth, <laughs> parallel universe, and like a lunar colony. So I'm in the third act right now. I'm slow reading it. I know uh, you would have read this in like two days, but um, <laughs> i enjoyed it. And then there's a book I got on the back burner right after this by Ishmael Reed, uh, "Yellow Black Radio Broke Down," and the reason I'm on Ishmael Reed's tip is because few years ago I went to go watch the play Hamilton and he wrote a, a short play called The Haunting of Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> oh wow criticizing uh the play Hamilton and I thought that was awesome. So it's big true. Ishmael and nice. The, the, the two, and Ishmael Reed is one of us. So, <laughs> what was
3: the night? what was the name of the book? The Yellow haunting? Black
1: Radio Broke Down. Yellow Black Radio Broke Down. I believe that's the title I mean, I don't, I don't, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's on the back. But I don't have it in front of me, so nice. No. It's, 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 well, it's.
3: Um, yes, oh. I'm reading uh, the Gone World by Tom Weatherlysh. I always get his name wrong, but it's a science fiction murder mystery uh, kind of deal. Um, supposed to be inception meets uh, something uh, what is it like inception meets uh, what's the um, annihilation yeah. Uh, yeah so it's probably similar to uh, in that weird science kind of vein so but I don't know if I'm gonna finish it because I'm waiting for uh, on July what is it? July 18th. Uh, the second book in, um, this trilogy I started reading last year is, is going to be released. Um, and it's called the dream of the dream of blade. I think of dream of blades or something like that. It's, it's by Daniel Abraham who actually co-authored, um, uh, he co-authored, uh, (laughs) the, the expanse. Mm, okay. one, oh, one that's, right, that's right. That's right. That weird. Tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, that book is, yeah, it's called dream of uh blade of dream. Yeah. And it's the second book in that. And it's like the medieval high fantasy kind of deal. Um, of another sword and I've sorcery. So going to, to my my gonna try to finish the gone world. And then, hop into that so i got two weeks i've only started the first couple of pages of the gong world so i think i'll knock it out in the, in the week if i put my mind to it but Dang it's it. it's uh yeah i'm looking forward to it. it's set in 1997 and supposed to be kind of a weird dark sci-fi thriller so that's right up my alley yeah so, that's dope yeah that's super dope Nice.
0: All right. All right, fellas. Well, bucket. once again, always a good conversation. And uh we're gonna pick it up next week and we'll figure out the, one, yeah. we'll do another one of these to follow up all, all the stuff that have been watching. And then two, there's a bunch of things that are coming out or wrap it up that we'll uh we'll chime in on. So um, as always, thanks for everybody listening and comment yeah.
1: still slept.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs>